Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Aloha, spooky nerds, and welcome to Talking Strange, a paranormal pop culture show with the Den of Geek Network. I am your host, journalist and researcher of all things weird, Aaron Sagers, and I can currently be seen on the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus show Paranormal Caught on Camera. And I will be appearing on the new Netflix series 28 Days Haunted, which is premiering October 21st, 2022. Really excited about that. It's Netflix's first paranormal investigative show, and you're going to see my ugly mug as the host of that crazy experiment. Anyhow, during the summer of 2021, pop superstar, really global pop superstar, Kesha, unveiled her paranormal series, Conjuring Kesha, to the Discovery Plus streaming service. Now, fans of Kesha, they already knew that she was a fan of all things spooky, thanks to her accounts that she's gone public with, as well as she did the podcast, Kesha and the Creepies. Now, the TV show Conjuring Kesha went deeper in exploring her fascination with the unexplained and really put her out in the field. She would team up with friends such as comedian Whitney Cummings and rapper Big Frida and was guided along the way with some of our friends from the paranormal, such as Chip Coffey, Cindy Keza, and Ronnie LeBlanc of Expedition Bigfoot. Now, during all this Kesha She explores Bigfoot, ghosts, potential portals and vortices, and more. Now, Conjuring Kesha is coming to Travel Channel on October 1st as part of the network's Ghost-tober. We say spooky season, they say Ghost-tober. I like them both. Uh, We can refer to uh, either, either one. I like it all. Anyhow, I really enjoyed talking to Kesha for this interview because... It's clear she has a genuine, authentic, sincere interest in this field. A lot of times you find people, it's almost too easy to dismiss celebrities or influencers or TikTokers who pursue the paranormal because some people say, oh, they're so new, they're so fresh at this. It's, it's clearly just part of a gimmick. Now, I, I don't like that. I don't like that because it, it seems to me a little bit like spooky gatekeeping. That's not fun. Let's not do that. Plus, you can easily tell when someone is truly interested in this stuff and shows a genuine curiosity. And I will say that Kesha is the real deal. In the following talk, we go into some of her ideas about the paranormal and how they've evolved and how she experiences this feeling of awe with the unexplained. She also talks to me a little bit about where she might want to go in season two of the show 
well, assuming she gets a season two, which I think that's pretty reliable. And uh, frankly, she just uh, admits to having a ghost addiction. So I'm done talking. Let's hand it over to Kesha. You're a brother in the paranormal field. Yeah, well, I guess you could say that. Actually, I wanted to say, I mean, I know we have a very limited amount of time, but just as a, a personal note to you as someone that's watched the show and also listened to Kesha and the Creepies, you know, I started as a journalist before I worked in the paranormal, and that was many years ago, like 15 years ago. And um, since then, I've done a lot of the hosting and producing of these shows. And, you know, it's a it's a journey. And some people can be dismissive and act like gatekeepers to the paranormal, which is so strange since it's the unexplained. But um, I just want to say I'm glad you're doing it. And I applaud you for asking the questions and having like the diversity of investigations that you've had in entering our little world of weird. So just uh, kudos to you for that. Appreciate that because I, I feel like the paranormal and supernatural, it's kind of like a spiritual thing and we all have our own relationship to it. So that would be outrageous for me to think that I'm some sort of gatekeeper. I more think of myself as someone who is very lucky and blessed enough to have all these, have access to all these cameras that's really like the biggest difference i have the time and the cameras and the travel channel and discovery plus helping me go on this spiritual journey and i just want to share it with everybody i want to like scream it from the mountaintop that we're not alone and there's so much we don't understand because i think it's actually for me it's really existential and it gets really beautiful yeah it's it's sort of like for me you know, I get really annoyed when people approach this with rules because I'm like, there, there's no rules. We're all just trying to figure it out. We're literally figuratively poking around in the dark. And, and for me, it's actually the enormity of it makes me feel, yeah, we're all grains of sand in this big cosmic beach, but that doesn't make me feel insignificant. It makes me feel all the more significant that I'm a grain on this beach that I do exist. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And we're all connected. And the thing I took away from filming the show is there is a lot of energy everywhere. There's a psychic footprint on pretty much everything you can touch. And the energy that I leave behind, I want it to all be really positive because the darker the energy and the more trauma is in a place the more demonic feeling the energy was. And it just made me realize everything you do in life informs potentially what you'll be doing in the afterlife. And I only want to leave behind really peaceful, beautiful, happy, positive energy. And I think it starts in your waking life and treating people well. And of course, potentially tragic things happen. And that's why there seems to be some hauntings. But a lot of the super active places seem to be from trauma inflicted by one human to another human. And it made me more than ever not want to be part of any sort of trauma in the waking or afterlife. 
And I think that that's, yeah, a mission that a lot of us could probably stand to move forward. I mean, it's, it is funny that more you, uh, for me, anyhow, personally speaking, the more I poke around in this, this world, the more it does make me appreciate sort of the, the physical realm as well, the corporeal world, because it does, it puts you in tune with a little bit of, of all of it. The something I've, I've also found though, is that you think going into, or I think going into certain locations, this is what's going to freak me out. And maybe that's not what is going to freak me out. And then things get a little topsy turvy for you. Was there anything that unsettled you more than you expected, or, or maybe even less than you expected as you were on this, this six episode adventure? Yeah, absolutely. I think I walked in thinking it was going to go one way and I like laugh at myself and have realized I literally know nothing, so just hold on and enjoy the ride. It's kind of my new approach to life after filming this because I walked in knowing good and well that I don't really know what I'm doing. I know there's a interest. I know the paranormal and supernatural has kind of come to me throughout my entire life, and it became a hobby and then now an obsession with putting myself in situations that could potentially be eye-opening or life-altering. I love it. Every time I have some sort of supernatural experience, it makes me feel so like giddy because it makes life so much more exciting. I love when I feel like, wow, I really don't know shit. I love that feeling. It's my favorite feeling. And I came into this not really knowing exactly what to expect, but I have had some experiences. So I thought, you know, maybe it'll go a little bit like this or that. And my mind is completely fucking blown. And I will say, like, uh, let me think about this. The Westerfeld house, the history behind that house, and all of the activity that was happening in the Westerfeld house. I thought I was going to be so scared. And at the end of the night, I remember sitting there with my cameraman, Jake, and I was like, I can't just leave mid-conversation. Like, there's so much activity. I can't just leave. And so I'm, I was like, please, if you feel up to it, I just want to hang out longer. And so he just, like, hung out with me longer. We were done filming. Everybody wanted to go to sleep. But I felt so excited and enthralled with the communication that was going back and forth that I felt like it was rude to just leave this entity or spirit mid-conversation. So I got so excited and like really, it wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous. I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of the time it was more excitement than scared. Yeah. And I, and, and all of, go on. Sorry. Wait, sorry. Oh no. And there was another experience in episode six with big Frida that two of the people on my crew have been doing this for 14 to 16 years and they were like you know don't make a mess you can put a little baby powder down it never does anything like it's really just a messy experiment so if you're going to do it keep it really small and contained so we don't have to clean this up tomorrow's going to be a nightmare and something inside me was like i have to do this experiment so i put down like you know two foot by six inches of baby powder and all of the alerts go to my phone. I'm an exec producer on this show because the utmost important thing to me when making this is not to 
take advantage of people's hope that there is something else out there. So none of this is fake. That was my number one rule going in, was my bottom line. And so all the, all the um, motion activated cameras went to my phone, everything. I'm part of the editing process, all of it. So I come back the next day in the entire 300 foot long hallway. There's baby powder all over it. It's really unexplainable. No motion activated cameras went off. And there were human footprints, tiny baby footprints in the middle. And like every time I would walk away and come back, there would be like a real tremor. And that just blew my fucking mind in a way that was so exciting. And I was so happy. It made me so fucking happy. And then later on in the night, Jake, the cameraman who I've been like literally dragging around being like, no, we can't stop filming. This is too exciting. And this guy's been doing this forever. And he's just like, oh my God, this lady is too much. But we're up in the attic at Trans Allegheny. And you know, you know how these things go. We're filming for two days straight. There's a lot of like time where stuff isn't happening. We're just kind of sitting around, seeing if something will happen. The last night of the last episode, and in the last 15 minutes of filming, all of a sudden I catch on the SLS camera a creeping entity that creeps in, creeps up his body, and goes away. Literally under three seconds. And I didn't even have the time or words to express to him what was going on. I think I was like, oh, there's a thing, and then it was gone. Literally that quickly. And all of a sudden, he has three layers of clothing on and a back brace for the camera. He starts screaming that he's gotten bitten by there's spiders on him. There's bugs crawling up his back. Throws all the camera stuff off, lifts up his shirt, and there's a three scratch marks down the back of his spine, which if you, like, I'm sure you already know this, but it's like supposedly a demonic mockery of the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. And that moment to me was just like... That blew my fucking mind. And this guy has been doing this for so long, and he—he had no words. I had no words. We just got the point. We got the message, and we got the fuck out of there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I, I think that when you do this stuff, it sometimes like um, I, I I like how you describe it. That it yeah, it's like it it wets your appetite almost and it stokes you even when it's freaky and it makes you want more and more and more. It also, you know, from my experience, addictive. Yeah. Well, it is. Yes. <laughs> you've, you've got, you've got like the ghost addiction now. Oh my God. I'm totally addicted to ghosts. Well, <laughs> how much, how much deeper and weirder do you want to go? Because it's like, there's so I much more go out all there. The way- Oh, I'm ready. Like, let's go. The darkest, the deepest, the weirdest. Bring it at me. I I think you and I need to go. I'm like, to... so I feel, 
we yeah. need to go to Point Here Pleasant to check out Mothman. You and I. Oh my God, let's go. I honestly, like, after the Bigfoot episode, you know, I kind of was being a little bit pretentious in hindsight and being like, this is, this is wild. You know, I don't really believe it. Like, how could that be real? And I walked out, like, I walked in like a lion and out like a lamb. Like, wow, I don't know shit. And I love feeling in awe of this universe because there's just so much more that we do not understand. And we go from our jobs to the cars to the bed and to the TV. And, like, there's just so much more exciting shit out there. It's really reinvigorated my lust for life. Well, I mean, with that in mind, if you do get a season two, which, I mean, I'm sure that's likely, where are some of the places you would like to explore? Okay, so I really want to go to the Red Onion Saloon in Alaska. I've heard it's incredibly active, and for some reason, I'm really drawn to it. I can't tell you why, but I'm super drawn to that location. My favorite movie since I was four is The Shining, so I'd love to go to the Stanley Hotel. Um, Great place. I've had Great location. Been? Oh, many times. I went as a kid with my mom, but, like, I want to go back with all my equipment now and, like, you know, with some backup expert help and really, like, dive into it because I've been so drawn to that movie since I was a little kid. It's really informed a lot of the aesthetics of my album and my makeup packaging. Makeup packaging was all, like, I want it to look like the interior of the Stanley Hotel. So um, that sounds amazing. The catacombs, I just haven't been since I was a kid, and I'd love, again, to go back with the equipment. And, wait, there's another place. Oh, my God, the rave in Milwaukee is somewhere I've been like going on musical pilgrimages to, and then I have played and I'm absolutely obsessed with the swimming pool in the basement. I feel so drawn to it. And Jeffrey Dahmer's whole situation across the street. I feel like there's a really interesting investigation just calling to me there. Very cool. Yeah. Well, as far as the catacombs go, yeah, I've got, I've been there a few times too, and I'm, leading an investigation in France where I'm going to also check out like the cryptids and everything. So it's like the weirder you get, the more exciting it gets. I know. I'm so excited. Oh my God. When are you going to the catacombs? I'm coming. I'm going back. I was just there last month and then I'm going back in April with a, um, a group. I'm going to, there's the beast of Jevedon, which is said to be, basically this cryptid or werewolf, but it's well-documented from the 1700s. And then we'll be exploring fairy folklore as well as the catacombs and a lot of other stuff in France. So basically just a paranormal grab bag of all sorts of weirdness. God, how fun. Uh, We'll save you a seat. We'll save you a seat. I like my goal is all I want from life. I want to be the Anthony Bourdain of weird shit. Uh, I love that plan. That was my plan too, but it, it, it could be your plan too. <laughs> There's room for both of us. That's right. Uh, I know we are out of time, um, but I do appreciate I appreciate your time today and uh, wish you the best with the show. And again, just keep on trucking, keep exploring and keeping it weird. I can do that. And there you have it. That was Kesha, not only a global pop superstar, 
but also a paranormal enthusiast and investigator. And, you know, I, I said earlier, I think you can get a sense that she's really sincerely interested in this exploration, the paranormal. And I said, it. I think you can pick up on it from how she talks about it and the enthusiasm that she has. I'm, I'm personally really excited in seeing her take her exploration further. So Conjuring Kesha makes its Travel Channel debut on October 1st, so you do want to check that out. It's perfect material for Ghosttober or Spooky Season, Halloween Season, whatever you want to say, you know what I'm getting at. As for me, thank you for joining, and until next time, be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please, subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content.